You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Let's move on to our series entitled Unwavering. Etong Unwavering, ito ang ating serye na pinag-uusapan natin dito ang pananampalataya. And this is a seven-week series. Today is the last week of that series. Personally sa akin, the word unwavering is very intimidating. Pag-uusapan natin yung faith. Kasi pag sabi mo unwavering, ito yung parang walang ka-struggle-struggle. Yung hindi ka nayayanig. Imagine that, pag-uusapan natin faith, tapos yun, uh, parang iniisip natin, kailangan yung faith ko, hin- unwavering, so dapat hindi nayayanig, hindi nagsa-struggle. But how many of you believe that when it comes to faith, meron talagang struggle, di ba? We come here every Sunday, we are so blessed by what's happening in church, pero pagdating natin sa trabaho bukas, sa eskwelahan natin, kumbaga natetest yung pananampalataya natin. There is a struggle. Dito sa series na ito, pinag-uusapan natin yung buhay ni Abraham. Tinatawag natin siyang father of faith. And here, for the past six weeks, natutunan natin or nalaman natin yung kwento niya that Abraham, yes, he had the title of being the father of faith. Pero kung titignan natin for the past weeks, yung buhay ni Abraham, Abraham is not a perfect person. We could see that Abraham wavered in faith from time to time. So as we talk about Abraham, this is not just a story of Abraham. But here we can see that the superstar in this series is still God. Because God is the one who has unwavering faith. So ito yung pag-uusapan natin ngayon. So kung babalik tayo sa buhay ni Abraham, we could put it in sections. Abraham lived around 200 years. All right? And dito natin makikita, for 75 years, he was a nobody. When we say nobody, the Bible does not talk about what happened in his early years, for 75 years. Tapos yun, itong 50 years, ito yung pinag-uusapan natin ngayon for the past six weeks. This is the seventh week. And most people knows Abraham sa yung last life na lang niya, being a man of faith. Ito yung nakikita natin lagi. Ito yung ina-aspire natin lagi. How many of you wants to have great faith? Di ba? All of us wants to have great faith. When you are a person who has great faith, ang nakikita natin sa kala, close to kay God. Kaya tayo, we aspire to have a great faith. That timeline where Abraham is a living legend. Gusto natin nandyan. Pero we don't understand before Abraham went to that place, meron niyang mga pinagdaanan. I am a 90s person. Alright? Sinasabi ko lang ito pa minsan-minsan. Diba? I am a 90s person. May playlist uh, sa Spotify. Puro, karami, may, may 90s music ako doon. Ganyan. Pero one of the things during the 90s, during that time, one of my legends, one of the people that I aspire is Michael Jordan. Alright? There is even, tinatawag sa mga advertising, kapag meron mga ina-advertise yung Nike or whatever advertising, uh, pagdating kay Michael Jordan, sinasabi doon lagi, I want to be like Mike. Alright? Because he is so good when it comes to basketball. He is one of the living legends of the NBA. And during that time, kami, we want to become like Mike. From, not only from the skills that he has, from shooting basketball, ganyan, from dunking, everything. Even when it comes to pananamit, in how to wear jersey. Siya yung nagpauso ata nung ano, yung before, kasi di ba, the 80s, yung, yung shorts ng mga basketball player, di ba, yung mga maiikse, ganyan. So siya ata yung nagpauso yung mahaba na yung shorts. Diba? Even that, the rubber shoes, kailangan ganito yung forma ko because I want to be like Mike. Everyone wants to be like Mike. But the problem is, people get frustrated because they only want to become like Mike, pero they don't understand the process of how Michael Jordan went through when he was in high school, when he was in college, how many uh, shots he missed, how many times na-block siya na isang tao, how many hours he had invested when it comes to his training, how many food had, had he avoided para to be physically fit. Sometimes we forget 
the middle part is very important as well. So I believe that as we aspire to have great faith, this is very important for us to see what it is like in the life of Abraham during these 50 years of his life. And with that, kaya ang pag-uusapan natin yan, as we end this series, we will be talking about faith and testing. Our faith will always be tested. When there are blessings that comes to our life, meron mga biyaya tayo nare-receive. There are times biglang itetest tayo ng Panginoon sa ating pananampalataya. And sometimes we would ask, can I be in faith? Kaya ko ba manampalataya sa Panginoon kapag meron akong pinagdadaanan na hindi maganda? And sometimes we would also ask, Lord, umaatin naman ako ng church, nagbabasa naman ako ng Bible, nagbibigay naman ako ng tithes, sumusupport naman ako sa, sa mission, sa real life, kristyano ako. Pero bakit, Lord, pinagdadaanan ko itong mga bagay na to? Hopefully, after this service, after the preaching of the Word, that we would understand why God is allowing testings and trials to come to our life. And I believe that some of us here are going through some testings and trials as well. Hopefully, after this preaching, that you will be somehow encouraged or that you would see what you are going through right now in a different light. And that you would see that indeed, God is still faithful in the midst of what I am going through. We will be reading from Genesis 22. Alright? Ito yung babasahin natin. Genesis 22 gives an account of Abraham sacrificing his son, Isaac. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. And go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Salamat Panginoon na nandito po kami ngayon para marinig ang iyong salita. Panginoon, I pray that bibigyan niyo po ako ng gracia to speak your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, na ikaw po yung, yung makikipag-usap sa aming mga puso as I try to deliver this by your grace. And I pray, Lord God, for some of us here na may mga pinagdadaanan rin ng mga problema, testings, trials, Lord God, sa kalang buhay. I pray that this message would indeed be true for them, Lord God, and that you would encourage them, Lord. Lord, we recognize that your word gives life, and I speak life as we start this preaching and we end this series about faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as we end this series, ito na nangyari kay Abraham. We all know Abraham did not have perfect life or perfect response pagdating sa pananampalataya. We already know that for the past weeks. And here, we can see in Genesis 22, it says here, after these things, God tested Abraham. <laughs> ano ba tong after these things na to? If we're going to look at chapter 21, this was the time that God already gave the promised child to Abraham. Alam natin that si Abraham, because of his old age, imposible magkaanak. Even Sarah laughed yung sinabi magkakaanak ka, di ba? Fulfill na ni Lord yun. Chapter 21, God gave his promise. In other words, binless siya. And not only that, hindi lang yung binigay yung anak na pinaramis ng Panginoon. But also, in that time, in the latter part of that chapter, you can see that God even gave Abraham prominence sa land na yun. Kumbaga, nakilala siya. So after God blessed Abraham, it says here in Genesis 22, after these things, God tested Abraham. And we can see in verse 2, it says, He said kay Abraham, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering. Imagine this. After blessing him with a son, of course, years past okay hindi yan yung parang automatic lumabas tapos yan bukas kagad lumaki rin si 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 Isaac pero paglaki niya yun nga god responded take your son your only son Isaac pinupush pa ni Lord yung ano your only son ni remind pa niya take your son your only son whom you love 
Abraham, minamal mo tong anak mo. Tapos yon offer him as a burnt offering. Doon sa, sa lugar na sasabihin ko sa'yo. Here we can see that God is emphasizing on the relationship that he has, uh, on the relationship that Abraham has with Isaac. He is emphasizing that Isaac, he is your only son whom you love. He is emphasizing how valuable Isaac is para kay Abraham. You know what? Pagdating sa usapang sacrifice, there is no such thing as sacrifice kapag wala tayong nararamdaman na parang pain sa ating emotion. When there is no pain in our emotion or when there is no struggle in our emotion, hindi yun sacrifice. Usually, when we sacrifice something, it is something important. It's okay for me to sacrifice a sandwich. Wala sa akin yun. Diba? When it's something is important to you and God tells you to give that up, that is a sacrifice. So probably here is a question that we can think about in this in this first few verses, that when God was telling Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, his one and only son whom he loves, a question that we can reflect on is, what is our Isaac? Ano yung bagay natin sa buhay natin? Na it's very important na pagsabihin sa atin ni Lord, give that up. Hindi natin kayang ibigay. When God is saying, surrender that, yung alam yung magsa-struggle ka pa. What is that Isaac that, that God is telling you to surrender right now? Is that Isaac a portion of your finances to be a blessing to other nation? Lord, sa akin lang to eh. Ayoko. Sa akin lang to. Baka magipit ako. Is your Isaac is the tithe that God is asking, that God has blessed you with so much and yung tithe, yung 10%, hindi mo mabigay. Is the at your Isaac? Is your Isaac that relationship with that guy or that girl na hindi Kristiano na alam mo na nagkakos kayo ng sin? Is that your Isaac? Is it your overtime? Is your Isaac your overtime you're in your work na hindi ka na nakaspend ng time sa iyong pamilya? Kasi kailangan magtrabaho, kaya kailangan mag-overtime ng mag-overtime. Is that your Isaac? Something that you value? Or is your Isaac your reputation? Reputation ko to sa school, sa trabaho. Kaya pagdating sa kung i-share ko si Jesus sa ibang tao, parang ayoko. Kasi yung reputation ko yung madadamage. Baka lukuhin ako ng mga kaibigan ko dito. Is our reputation our Isaac? In this story, the issue here is not just about sacrificing the son of Abraham. But it's about Abraham giving up the promise that God has given him. The promise that God himself had given. Imagine this, ladies. Imagine, di ba, parang meron nandigaw sa'yo. Tapos yung sinabi niya sa'yo, nung lalaki yon, mahal na mahal kita. Di ba? Kukunin ko yung mga tala at ibababa ko dito para sa'yo. Yung ganon, di ba? Tapos yun, ikaw naman, wow! Kumbaga, talagang, wow, sige, tayo na, ganyan. Talaga, wow! Tapos yun, biglang one time, after a few weeks, parang high school, di ba, or elementary, after a few weeks, break na kayo, after a few weeks, kakausapin ka ng lalaki, sasabihin na, you know what, parang things are not working out. It's not you, it's not you, it's me, it's me. Ganon, di ba? Parang imagine that, di ba, parang ganun yung nangyari siguro kay Abraham. Nagbigay ka ng pangako, eh, tapos yun, babawiin mo. Diba? Lord, you gave a promise. Diba? You gave it already, tapos yung babawiin mo. Probably that's what Abraham was feeling. Probably he was asking, Lord, why? After blessing me with so much, why are you doing this to me? You know what? Even if we are right smack in the middle of God's will, testings will come to our life. It is a reality. Miski pumupunta pa tayo ng church, miski nagbabasa tayo ng Bible, miski we are so generous, miski nagbo-volunteer tayo dito, testings will come to our life. And sometimes, when testings comes to our life, sometimes we think that it's a punishment. Sometimes we think, Lord, anong ginawa kong masama? 
pinaparusahan mo ba ako dahil dahil sa pinagdadaanan ko to you know what punishment and testing is different yung punishment iniisip natin na kasi meron tayong ginawa pero testing god allows us to go through this because a test is meant for us to be stronger at this story god was not punishing abraham he was not punishing abraham but he was testing him why did abraham go through such a test. And why do we, tayo, dito ngayon, bakit tayo dumadaan pa sa mga testings at pagsubok? Basically, the reason why God tests us, because God tests us to reveal how far we will go for God. He tests us so that we can know hanggang saan ba tayo pagdating sa faith natin kay God. <laughs> pagdating ba natin kay God that we are in faith kapag darating ng Sunday? Dito, are we in faith when it comes to worship? Are we in faith when giving our, our, our offering? Hanggang dun ba? Or hanggang dun na lang nga talaga? But will we still go beyond? Test reveals to us how far we will go for God. God was not strengthening Abraham's faith, but at this moment, God was revealing something about his faith. In the past six weeks, nakita natin yung buhay ni Abraham. Abraham was failing from time to time. Diba? Nakita natin si Abraham, kinausap siya ni Lord, ni God, tapos siya sinabi, punta ka dito sa Canaan. This is the promised land. Yes, he went there, but then, bago siya makadating doon, he, he, he stopped in Haran. Okay? Nah, naharan siya doon sa Haran. Kumbaga, he, he did not do what God has called him to do. But yet, God still spoke to him and reminded him, you have to go here. So yun yung una niyang ano, na he did not do it, but still God was faithful. Punta ka dito, I'm reminding you. And when he was already in the promised land, there was a famine. Ano nangyari? When there was a famine in the promised land, Abraham left the promised land and went to Egypt. Umalis siya sa will ni Lord. And when he was in Egypt, that was the time that God did not speak to him. But even if God was, even if Abraham was not in the center of God's will, God was still faithful. Even during that time when they were in Egypt, Abraham was saying to his wife, nandito tayo sa, sa, sa Egypt. Okay? And you are so beautiful. Pag nakita ka ni Pharaoh, pasya nalaman niyang asawa mo ko, baka patayin niya ako. So sabihin mo sa kanya, nakapatid mo ako. Imagine that, di ba? Imagine that, wives here. Telling your husband, telling that to you. Na i-deny mo ako, sabihin mo ganyan. Kumbaga parang binugaw niya yung asawa niya. Imagine that. And he failed in that. Walang ka-faith, faith. In the circumstance and waiting, di ba? That Abraham was saying, this is impossible. Matanda na ako, Lord. Hindi ako magkakaanak. Even Sarah was laughing. Na imposible yung sinasabi mo, Lord. Probably during those times. Abraham, yes, he failed from time to time. But probably during that time, Abraham was also learning something. Kumbaga, hindi niya nineneglect yung mga pinagdadaanan niya. In those times, in those times, God was strengthening Abraham. And now in this time, in chapter 22, when he was about to sacrifice his son, Isaac, dito na yung test na malalaman yung sa mga pinagdaanan mo, Abraham, eto, tignan natin yung result. Para to yung nung high school tayo in college kapag meron tayong pinagda, meron binigay sa ating test. The reason why a test is given to us is not only for the teacher to know, to assess kung nasa na tayo sa progress natin, pero it's also for us to know. It's also for us to know kung nag-aaral ba ako talaga, it's for us to know, oh, kailangan kong mag-aaral pa. Kailangan kong mag-review pa sa subject na to. Kasi if I fail, ibig sabihin, I'm not ready for the next level. But if I pass, then you are ready for the next level. The reason why a test is given so that we will know how far we will go for God. So in verse 3, sabi dito, So Abraham rose early in the morning. Here we can see the response of Abraham. He rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his young men, sinama yon, tapos yon, they cut wood, prepared the burnt offering, ganyan. In other words, the response of Abraham is that he did it immediately. He prepared immediately. Hindi siya nagpatumpik-tumpik. How can Abraham obey immediately in a situation he was in? Paano nagawa ni Abraham yon? 
na sumunod siya, na sinabi ng Panginoon sa kanya, Get your son, your one and only son, the, your son that whom you love, get him and sacrifice him. How can Abraham immediately obey God in a situation like that? Again, we will go back to what he had experienced in the past. He realized that, yes, I failed from time to time. Yes, I disobeyed from time to time. But now I know how faithful my God is. And probably during this time, probably Abraham was still emotionally hurt. There's still war sa puso niya dahil sa mangyayari sa anak niya. But still, he responded in a way, God, let your will be done. I will do what you have told me to because I want to be in the center of your will. God prepares our faith for testing. The past encounters of Abraham prepared him. It strengthened his faith. Question is, how has God been faithful to you in the past? How many times have we disobeyed God and we see ourselves hanggang ngayon, bine-bless pa rin tayo ni Lord? Probably that God is teaching us something. God is teaching us something in this lesson when it comes to faith. God's faithfulness in the past can encourage us in our present situation. Probably you're here right now, you're married, and because you're, you, you keep on fighting with your spouse, with your hu- wife, with your husband, and now you're in that brink, kumbaga, sabihin mo na, ayoko na, maghiwalay na tayo, gusto mo na makipaghiwalay. Probably what you need is we have to go back to the past, knowing that God is the one who brought you together miraculously. When you were getting wed, kinakasal kayo, tapos doon, nandun kayo lahat, marami kayong mga bisita, that is the miracle that God is doing. Ngayon, gusto mo makipaghiwalay, probably you have to go back and learn that God, if you were able to bring us together on that day, God, I have the faith that you can bring us back together again. Probably you're here, na, nasisanti ka, na walang ka ng trabaho, and you, you're asking, Lord, bakit sa akin nangyayari to? Probably you have to go back to, to, to the past and be reminded so that you can respond like Abraham did. You go back to the past realizing, Lord, Ikaw nagbigay sa akin ng trabaho. Ikaw yung nag-provide sa akin ng trabaho to. And ngayon, natanggal ako, probably, probably, you're telling me to move on. And I'm also believing that you can still provide because kung dati pinrovidean mo ang trabaho, I know that you can provide for my work right now, for my future work. One of our pastors, he gave us a story yung buhay niya bago siya mag full-time ministry. I've never really known him until I went there. Alright? Yung story niya. And his story is that before he went to School of World Missions, was working in a company and he has a very high position. And when he was about to enter the school of world missions to go to full-time ministry, there was an offer for him ng kanyang boss. Ganun siya ka-importante sa trabaho, sa company nila. What he offered, the boss, his boss offered was that he's going to become the regional director of Southeast Asia. Alright? I don't know about his position, pero I know that if you are a regional director of Southeast Asia, kahit anong kumpanya ka pa, sa alam ko that there are a lot of digits dyan when it comes sa sweldo. And for him, he was saying to us that napapaisip ka talaga. Also, syempre, he's so good in his work. Kumbaga, he's really demanded by people. He can demand. Dahil dinedeban siya ng mga tao, siya mismo nakaka-demand. He can demand for a price. Kung dito ako ma- maano sa Singapore, ma- magiging home base ko, kailangan yung pamilya ko rin nandito. Tapos yung education, driver, ganyan. He can do that. Sabi niya nga, yun nga yung dineman niya. Pero at the end of the day, napapaisip siya. God spoke to him. And God said to him, kailan ba kita ginutom? And you know what? When I heard that, whoa, Oh nga, no? Kasi parang minsan when we look at missionaries na parang sobrang nakaawa. Kaya probably some of us here don't want to become a missionary because of, of that. Diba? When I was trying to study this, prepare for this, I was reminded that this could be something that some of us here needs to hear. Kailangan natin marinig. That God is telling you and me, kailan ba kita ginutom? 
When God is asking us to surrender these things, kailan ba kita ginutom? Kailan ba kita pinabayaan? God is telling us that He's here. Abraham was able to obey because he have seen God faithful in the past. And sana tayo makita rin natin yung faithfulness ni God. In verse 4, it says here, On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes, saw the place from afar. I was just thinking of the situation of Abraham. For three days, they were traveling, going to Mount Moriah and trying to see where God would lead them. And not only that, that Abraham was trying to seek where the sacrifice will happen. But imagine this. Probably when he was with his son, naalala niya, nagkakaroon siya ng mga flashbacks sa kanyang anak. This, my son, kumbaga, in a few days or bukas, wala na siya dito sa mundong to. This son na nakita kong lumaki. When he heard ko yung mga sheep, <laughs> nakita ko siya naglalaro doon. Tapos minsan matutumba pa siya. This son na alam na alam ko yung boses kapag tumawa. This son, alam na alam ko yung boses or yung sound ng kanyang iyak. This son na kilalang kilala ko, pinalaki ko, ganyan. After a few days or tomorrow, wala na tong anak ko. Imagine the pain that Abraham was going through at that time. Probably that three days for him was an eternity for him. Every time they would rest, every time that they would eat. Hintuman natin ayo dito, kain tayo dito, nakikita niya yung anak niya. That I am going to sacrifice my son. Tomorrow, kapag na-sacrifice ko, this day will never be the same again. Dahil wala na yung anak ko. Imagine the gravity that Abraham is going through. During that three days of journey, think about what will happen to his son Isaac. Then Abraham said, yung nakita na kung saan isa-sacrifice si Isaac, to his young men, stay here with the donkey and the boy will go over there and worship and come again. Will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. Nilagay niya, oh yan, anak, lagay mo yan dyan, ito yung ataul mo. Of course, hindi niya yung sinabi, hindi alam ni Isaac kung anong mangyayari sa kanya. Pero yun, probably he's imagining that, that you are going to die in this wood that we have. And he took it in his hand, the fire and the knife. So they went, both of them. In verse 7, And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold, the fire and wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide. Here you can see that even if Abraham was going through something emotional, he was still able to speak life. God will provide. Even if he knows that he is under this situation, meron siyang problema in sacrificing his son, he still uttered the words, God will provide. How many of us here, when we are going through testings and trials, that we can declare, God will provide? How many of us here, pag meron tayong pinagdadaan, kaya natin sabihin, God is still good. How many of us here, uh, parents, when we are going through something, or husbands, when there is a situation in a family, wala tayong pera, ganyan, we can say to our family, God will provide. God is still good. This one lesson that we can learn when we have experienced the goodness of God in our lives, in how Abraham responded, that even in the midst of trials and testings, you are still able to speak life saying, God will provide. And that is sometimes a challenge para sa atin. And I hope tayo, pag meron tayong pinagdaanan, we would be reminded it's not just a declaration of positive thinking, but because it is indeed the Word of God saying that God is our provider. So God will provide for Himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went both of them. In verse 9, when they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there. Not only was Abraham was able to speak life sa pagluluksa niya, or things seems hopeless, but Abraham was still able to do what God has called him to do. He built an altar. Even it was going to be heartbreaking for him to lose the blessing, he still continued to do what God has called him to do. Even it was heartbreaking, he still continued to worship God. 
The question is, when you know that you're about to lose something that comes from God, how do we respond? God does not dictate yung emotions natin. Hindi niya dinidictate. Actually, wala naman pinag-uusapan dito about sa emotions. Eh, because God's focus here is that He wants to see yung resolution natin. Are we going to worship or not? And sometimes, you know what, when I was young, tapos yung meron akong mga pinagdadaanan, kapag meron akong pinagdadaanan, when I wake up in the morning, I just want to stay in my bed. Ayokong tumayo. Wala akong ganang kumain. Ayokong pumasok ng school. Gusto ko lang nandito lang. And sometimes tayo, ganun tayo. When there are testings, when we have problems, sometimes gusto mo lang umupo. Di ba? Intayan mo na lang natamaan ka ng problema, kung ganong kasakit. But here, Abraham, kumbaga, he was still able to do what God has called him to do. Mahirap, masakit emotionally, but he has resolved himself that I will do this. And probably here, di ba, sometimes we want to give up already because of the testings and trials we face. But I hope that we will not. Because if we do give up, when there are testings and trials in our way, we will not know the end of the story. If Abraham gave up, it will just be in verse 9. Tapos yun, tapos na. Hindi natin makikita yung kagalingan at kabutihan ni Lord sa mga susunod na verse. I'm thankful that Abraham did not give up so that we can learn from this person. And I hope that when it comes to our lives, tayo hindi rin tayo susuko. That we will see it through kung ano yung i-reveal sa atin ng Panginoon. So Abraham continued to do what God has called him to do. So he built an altar. And verse 10, Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. He was about to do the will of God in, in slaughtering his son. His one and only son, his son whom he loves. In verse 11, a miraculous thing happened, but the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. The angel said, Do not lay your hands on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, for me. There was an intervention. In, his, in the midst of testing, in the midst of his problems, sa problema niya, biglang merong intervention yung Panginoon. We always pray for this. Ito yung pinagdadasal natin lagi. Pag meron tayong pinagdadaanan, we are always praying, Lord, intervene. Lord, baguhin mo yung sitwasyon namin. Baguhin mo yung sitwasyon ko. We are always praying for that. And the Bible indeed says that we should always pray, that we should not cease or we should not stop in praying. But we also have to understand that the, the reason why God intervenes is His intervention is not willed by man. Hindi tayo nagko-control sa intervention niya. But His intervention is solely by His grace alone. Because He is a good God, a merciful God, gracious God. The lesson is not about God's intervention, but the lesson is God revealing to us our heart, and our point of worship. The reason why God allowed Abraham to go through these things is because God wants to test him to reveal what was truly in his heart. Nakalagay dito, sabi dito sa verse in verse 12, Do not lay your hands on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Does God does not really know kung ano yung nangyayari kay Abraham? Hindi ba talaga niya alam? Kasi sinabi dito, now I know. But you know what? This answer, this response by God para kay Abraham is not really for God. It's not really for him because he knows everything. But God was saying this to Abraham so that Abraham can reflect on, on what God is telling him. Kumbaga si God, baby talk si Abraham. Kasi kung sabihin ko ganito, na, na para sa iyo yan, ganyan, i-reveal yan, hindi mo maintindihan. So God instead uses the word, for now I know that you fear God para maintindihan ni Abraham. But at the end of the day, that test is to reveal how far Abraham will go for God. When we talk about how far we will go for God, pagdating sa pananampalataya natin, it will only depend on how much we know Him and how much we have experienced God. The question is, are we allowing God to move in our lives 
para makilala natin siya at saka ma-experience natin siya. In Hebrews 11, verse 17 to 19, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his son. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, for which figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. So here we can see during that time that Abraham, probably during the three days of journey before sacrificing Isaac, he was considering already, Lord, I'm going to do your will. Lord, I'm going to sacrifice my son. I'm going to do your will because I know that you are sovereign. Pero Lord, I am considering that you save my son. I know that you can save my son. I know that, that, that kubaga destiny na niya na, na, na mamatay. Because you have told me to sacrifice him. But I know you can bring him back from the dead. Probably that was going through Abraham's head. That was what Abraham was praying for. And going back in Genesis, in verse 13, And Abraham lifted up his eyes. Yung pinigilan na siya, di ba? sacrifice. And behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. It's just amazing that sometimes there are things that we are to sacrifice, but then God intervenes and He gives us something na instead of sacrificing what we truly love, God intervenes, gives us something to sacrifice for. It's just amazing as well that when Abraham responded in faith, that God indeed provided for Abraham's need. Ako, ni-imagine ko, pag nakuha ko siguro yung tupa na yun, yung ram, yung ram na yun, probably I would just keep it to myself. Maging faithful na ako sa iyo, Lord, kunti ko na nga mapatay yung anak ko eh, sa akin na to. But instead, he was still ready to sacrifice it, to give it all up. And Lord, blessing to, sa akin to. But still, Abraham was ready to give the blessing of, of a ram. And here we can see, so Abraham called the name of that place after sacrificing the ram, the Lord will provide. Here we can see Abraham's response when God provided for a sacrifice. Abraham made a milestone in this place. Gumawa siya ng milestone, a place he can go back to, a place to remind him about the faithfulness of God, a milestone. We were going to get married. I realized, um, ano pala, no? ang mahal magpakasal. Okay? Sobrang mahal. Okay, for the singles, just uh, heads up sa inyo, mahal magpakasal. The only thing that we hold on to is we believe in God and we believe, we, we hold on to the stories ng aming mga kaibigan sa church. How God has provided for their financial needs when it comes sa pagpapakasal. So, we prayed, and God indeed provided. Mahal kaya sa ano, di ba parang, mental vista, parang ang mahal kaya doon. Lord, kumbaga, honeymoon namin sa El Nido, kumbaga, Lord, thank you. Kumbaga, salamat na may nag-provide doon ng honeymoon namin for, for that. God will provide. And now, in our situation right now, there are times in our life that we would say, grabe yung finances natin, parang kulang, ganyan. But then we will go back to that milestone on the day that we got married, on the day that we were preparing for our marriage that God will provide. That's the reason why we have to go through these testings. Because if we don't go through these testings, we won't be able to go through these milestones. We won't be able to build these milestones that gusto i-build ng Panginoon sa buhay nyo, sa buhay natin. If, if ginawa ko yung sarili kong diskarte, I cannot say that God had provided for our needs. Probably Abraham, when he built that milestone in his life, there are times na sinasabi niya na, nako, I have a problem right now, ganyan. Meron ako mga pinagdadaanan. Kumbaga, we're having problems in this sa, sa buhay natin. Then Abraham would probably think, saan nga yung Mariah? Doon. Doon yung Mariah. God will provide. He would go on with his life. E, tapos meron naman ulit siyang problema. And then he would go back to Mariah. Rem- being reminded, Mariah is there, there. Mariah. This was the place where He provided when I was about to sacrifice my son, my one and only son. God will provide. If we don't allow ourselves to go through testings and have God through those testings with us, we won't be able to build those milestones. You know what? It is already a blessing that God has given Abraham a ram, di ba? 
It was already a blessing na galing sa Panginoon. Instead, Lord, thank you for this blessing. Instead of me sacrificing my son, you gave me a ram to sacrifice in his place. It was such a good blessing that he named that place, the Lord will provide. Doon na, ibig sabihin, may malaking impact yun sa kay Abraham. Probably if I was God, probably, okay, yun na yun, yung blessing. But ito yung original na, but wait, there's more. Abraham, if you thought that I already blessed you because I gave this ram in substitution for your son, wait, eto pa, hindi pa ako tapos. In verse 15, it says here, And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. He was reaffirming that indeed, yung sinabi niya in chapter 12, na ibe-bless kita, Abraham, kung bang inuulit ng Panginoon sa kanya, that I will surely bless you. Nagagawin ko talaga to para sa'yo because you obeyed me. I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heavens, as the sand that is on the seashore, and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Yes, Abraham, you might consider that you're already blessed because si Isaac, buhay, binigyan kita ng ram, pero ito, sinasabi ko sa'yo, I will surely bless you. And the peoples of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. You know what? Sometimes we don't know it, but when we obey God, people are blessed around us. Sometimes we may not know it, we may not notice na meron pa bang itong ginagawa ko ba, yung paulit-ulit na lang, meron ba itong impact? Is it making a, a difference? We may not know it, but, but indeed our obedience to the will of God is making a difference in the lives of people. How did Abraham get to that point of obedience, of obeying God? Again, when he started to allow God to move in his life. You may not know it, but every decision we make makes a difference in the lives of other people. We become a blessing or a burden to the people around us. So here, he was reaffirming the blessing that he has given to Abraham. And because of his obedience, people of the earth in the whole world can be blessed because of what he did during that time. And here we can see in verse 19, so Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba. Just imagine this, his young men. When they went there in Moriah, walang kaalam-alam kung ano nangyayari sa pinagdadaanan ni Abraham. Walang kaalam-alam. And when they went back, when Abraham and his son Isaac went back, wala pa rin kaalam-alam itong dalawang taong to. The young men had no idea what happened. But because of the obedience of Abraham, those two young men will be blessed. Imagine that, that God tests us to reveal how far we will go for God. Kaya tayo may test para malaman natin hanggang saan tayo pupunta para sa ating Panginoon. Siguro that's a good question for every one of us. Hanggang saan ka pupunta para sa ating Panginoon? This God who loves you so much, up to what point will you quit? Up to what point will you go, yes, Lord, gagawin natin to. But the test does not just reveal to us how far we will go for God. But wait, there's more. The test not only reveals how far we will go for God, but it also reveals how far God will go for us. That's how much God loves you and me. That's the reason why He wants you to go through the test so that you will know how much God loves you. The reason why God tests us to reveal how far we will go for God and how far God we will go for us. God will reveal to you how far He will go for us. And when that happens, when we go to our campus, when we go to our families, okay, sa, sa pamilya natin, mamaya, when we go to our workplace, minsan, like the two people, two young men, 
Pagdating natin sa ating mga trabaho, wala silang kaalam-alam sa nangyari sa atin. Pero the reason why we can go to our work tomorrow with courage, with boldness, with encouragement, with a smile in our face, When we go to our campus, miski may test tayo bukas, kaya nakangiti pa rin tayo, miski alam natin, makikita natin yung teacher natin na sinasabi ng mga classmates natin na, na siya yung terror, pero tayo, we have a positive view on it. Because, why? Because unlike them, like the two young men, tayo, meron tayo na experience kay God ngayon. The reason why we can go on and move on in our life tomorrow Because we have encountered God. We have seen how far God will go for you and me. And if there's one thing, one place, one milestone for us to be reminded that God will go to the ends of the earth to rescue us, whatever situation we are in, it's the empty cross. It is in the cross that we can see how far God will go for you and me. That He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross. For us. You know what? The story of Abraham and Isaac, the sacrifice, ano rin to? It is a foreshadowing kung anong gagawin ng Panginoon centuries after this incident. In here, we, in this story, we can see Abraham sacrificing his son, a marvelous account of mercy of God in keeping his promise to his people. But as, it, as we foreshadow it, we can see that God is rescuing us from our sins. We can see yung Mount Moriah where God has called Abraham to do the sacrifice. It is a foreshadowing because Mount Moriah is also the place, is the area, at least the area, kung saan crucify si Jesus. Here we can see that, that, that Isaac was about to be sacrificed, but instead of Isaac dying, On the, on the off to be offered, God provided a ram to save Isaac from death. And that ram became the sacrifice. In the same way, it was a foreshadowing of what God will do, what God did for us in Christ, that we are destined to go to hell, spiritual death, because of our sin. But then, God came here on earth, sending His Son His one and only Son. His Son whom He loves. The Son which we call the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He became the ultimate sacrifice for us. If there's one place na kung gusto malaman kung mahal ka ng Panginoon, look at the empty cross. Kung meron kang problema sa pera, tingnan mo yung cross that He sent His Son to die for you and me. Kung namatay si Jesus on the cross for you and me, inalaw niya yon. Paano ba naman yung pera na kailangan natin? Maliit lang na bagay yun. If it comes to decision making, di ba? Go back to the empty cross. God cares when it comes to your decision making. He wants to help you. He wants to guide you in His will. When it comes to sickness, the same thing. That Christ died for our sickness. By His stripes, we are healed. It is a foreshadowing of what God will do for us. So why do we have tests? Because God tests us to reveal how far we will go for God and how far God will go for us. And now when we see this, all of these things, how far God has gone for us as well through His Son, Jesus Christ, I hope na ito yung mag encourage sa atin to go far for God. I hope ito yung mag-encourage sa atin na God, I've seen how far you've gone for me. So pagdating sa pagdating sa sa ating trabaho, I'm going to be excellent because I want to go far for you. Pagdating sa school natin, probably bumabagsak yung mga grades mo. Pray na tayo. Lord, resurrect my grades. Ganyan. I will go far for you because I want to be a testimony. Lord, you have gone far for me. I will eat my reputation. Because you have gone far for me and I will go far for you. I'm going to share the gospel to other people. When we go through testings and trials, it reveals how far we will go for God and how far God will go for us. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for this time. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa iyong kabutihan sa aming mga buhay. Panginoon, alam ko that 
most of us, if not all, are going through testings and trials right now. Salamat po, Panginoon, na hindi mo kami pinapabayaan. Salamat po, ang test ay isa lamang pagsubok para malaman namin kung gaano kami katatag. At even itong test na to, Panginoon, ay nagbibigay rin sa aming lakas para maging strong sa aming faith. I pray, Lord God, na hindi namin kakamuhian itong mga pinagdadaanan namin, Panginoon. Yes, mahirap. Yes, minsan masakit, Panginoon. Pero yes, Lord, naniniwala kami na hindi namin to dadaanan na mag-isa. We know that you are with us through these testings and trials that we are we are going to go through. If it's testings on 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 finances, on health, on decision making, Lord God, or us, our, our faith is being tested to share the gospel sa aming mga kaibigan, Lord God. Lord, give us the boldness and the strength, Lord God, to face this test so that we can give glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just a couple of prayers. If you are here right now, probably, uh, as we have talked about kanina, that God was asking Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. Probably you're here right now and you have an Isaac. God is telling you for, for the longest time, sacrifice that. Probably He's asked, telling you to sacrifice that, probably because it's causing you to sin. Yung bagay na gustong-gusto mo. Gusto mo nga siya, pero it's causing you to sin. On the other hand, probably God is asking you to sacrifice that. Let it go, my son, because I have something better. And nahihirapan tayo doon. So if you're here, you are going through that. I, w- I just want you to raise your hands para yung grace ni God ma- mapunta sa atin. Come on now. Thank you. You see those hands, Lord. Lord, thank you. Lord, you see these hands, Lord God. They are, we are admitting that we have an Isaac sa buhay namin, Lord God. Something that is valuable sa buhay namin, Lord God. Pero alam namin na gusto mong i-surrender namin to sa'yo. And Lord Panginoon, give us the grace in how Abraham responded as well. Even if it was something valuable for us, that we will be able to surrender it at the foot of the cross, Lord God. Because we know, yung iniisip mo lang namin, naman para sa amin ay para sa aming kapakanan, Lord God. That you have amazing blessings, amazing things, and even an amazing story that you are about to unfold sa buhay namin. Na meron kagag- may intention kang gawin na, na magkaroon kami ng milestone with you, Panginoon, in, in, sa aming faith journey with you. Lord, give us the grace, Lord God, to surrender this Isaac to you because I, we know that, that we are going to be blessed and we know that as we submit and surrender this, we would realize how far you will go for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.